is up? Welcome to episode two of the Project Senpai podcast. Thanks for joining us. You guys are awesome. So in today's podcast, we've got some uh, we've got some pretty awesome news topics for you. We're going to be covering some JoJo's. We're going to be uh, covering the Crunchyroll Funimation thing, Kono Suba news, and then of course we're going to take on some hot takes from you guys, the listeners, the audience. Joined with me today is my very fantastic, very handsome uh co-host <laughs> i made myself laugh i was trying to keep a straight face well that's one way alonzi hello <laughs> guys thank you for joining us again episode two we've made it to the promised second episode you know we're not we're not going to be the podcast that does one episode and then we we, we ghost we are we are not going to be that guy you know we ain't going to be the 414 show <laughs> no, but <laughs> Guys, we've got a really, really good show for you today. Uh, I'm really excited because we've got some, like, you know, we've got some big news coming out of the anime world, quite literally on a few different fronts as well. And uh, quick uh, little teaser, uh, the hot takes are probably the hottest they've been so far. So I'm really, really excited to get into this episode. But um, guys, first of all, thank you for all the support on that first episode as well. Um, It's been awesome. And it's everyone that subscribed over on YouTube as well. You're the real Gs. You know who you are. And uh, all you likers as well. You're the real, real G's as well. Real, real um, G's. But we've got some good stuff, so I suppose we just jump straight into it. I think our starter should probably be the acquisition uh, from Sony with the, uh, you know, the, the mon- should we say the monopolization of the anime industry in general uh, with uh, Funimation and Crunchyroll now as well. This is huge because we mm. still don't really know what this means for us as fans, uh, how we're going to be provided with anime, you know, what... The landscape of anime is really going to look like is this going to end up being a netflix for anime is that even a good thing um are we going to have the same services are we going to like what are we what, what was your initial thoughts when you you know you heard about this kind of because there was talks about it months ago about yeah. this but now it's actually been confirmed and confirmed bought. i know it's a big boy deal isn't it It was something like 1.2 billion something like that like like dollars like it's a big boy Big, big, big boy thing. But like, yeah, like going off what you said, one of my first thoughts was uh, I'm one of the very few people in the, probably in the Anituba world that is subscribed to both. Um, so I'm I'm really interested to see whether they're just going to make it an all-in-one platform or if they're still going to, yeah. you know, have the two separate apps and stuff. Um, so that would be really interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what, what, what they bring, you know, are they going to bring more than what they already are? Like it's, 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 it's one of those things, isn't it? With streaming services, like yeah. you always find, oh, you know what? I fancy watching that. And even though you subscribe to X, Y, and Z, it's not available. Uh, as an example, going off last week's podcast, uh, with the bleach news, uh, my fiance hadn't seen bleach before. So I was like, Hey, let's. Let's let's go on this yeah. wonderful journey together. And I was like, Funimation and Crunchyroll, one of them will have it. Um, um, I don't think they did. They might have just had the sub. Uh, I think Crunchyroll just had the sub only, but I, I think she she wanted the dub. So um, you know, are they gonna make more available? You know, how you know, how's it gonna work? Are they gonna stay are they gonna stay X X, you know, together in this, or are they gonna fall out and um stuff because i can't is... i can't really remember the last time it happened like it was gonna happen and then it, it it didn't and they fell out was that i can't really remember what happened with them i think this is the thing because there are so many questions that haven't yet been answered and i know that Crunchyroll when they put out their statement they said we know you've got loads of questions we'll be answering them soon i think the main concern i would say on the the fans behalf is the lack of monopoly then because mm-hmm. 
competition always pushes companies to innovate and to really cater towards the audience and give you the best value possible when if you take that all away what are we left with um we don't really know what the future of this is all going to look like um in terms of value for money this could actually end up being a good thing because you're not going to have different subscriptions all over the place maybe does it mean we'll be having them integrated into playstation network smart tvs more like mm. if that's a that that'd be, that could be an awesome thing um but it's really hard to know without really kind of being told anything personally i would like to i i think personally i'd like to see them stay separate i think it's because mm. crunchyroll has always been the home of you know the sub and you know the kind of weekly stuff and funimation i've always i don't know maybe i'm naive but i've always felt like funimation is that place you go to watch the dub like a month after the episode's been out or whatever um and also i just i, I don't really use funimation because the player is that bad um mm. yeah i was um, gonna say that's that's one of the things like the bug fixes and whatnot um i, I think it's funimation uh but i think to this day an ongoing problem that's been there for years uh, i don't know if you've heard this one but it is funny um that's Hunter Hunter. A pun. <laughs> funny <laughs> So Funimation to this day uh, are randomly missing, I think, like episode forty-four of Hunter Hunter, but they've got everything else, and they've oh, had God. like they've had loads of like I, I was I think I was on like a Reddit for it, uh, and there's like they've had loads of comments about it, and like even one of the comments was like I've had to pirate episode forty-four elsewhere, and then <laughs> <laughs> and there's still no one's right there. So you know if they could like if they can iron out those little things and. Uh, it should be exciting. I mean, like like you said, I, I think that's right, them being separate entities. Like, I've always found that as someone that covers seasonal stuff. I've always found, like, the meat, the meat of it all is always on Crunchyroll. Uh, but the reason I'm subbed to both, because there's always that one freaking series oh, that's, yeah, that's on the other. I yeah, think I it's feel, this I, season. I'm pretty sure the only time I ever, the reason I watched Funimation at all was for Prison School, I think. Mm. But, like, even... Um, Crunchyroll is 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 the brand awareness that it has already, and even what's interesting is in America. I think it's coming over to the UK soon. Is they've completely like updated the way that the site looks now. So I'm like they obviously knew this acquisition was coming in. So for them to kind of do that, does that imply that there is no intention of the Crunchyroll site going anywhere? Because what they've invested time and resources into updating it. Because the new website, from what I've seen from people in America and maybe other like regions that have it, it looks so freaking cool. but yeah, I mean, it's a difficult one. Guys, let us know what you guys think down in the comments. Like, are you excited about this? Are you kind of worried? And if you are worried, what would be your main concerns? And if you can even think of it, is there any kind of things that you would try to, you know, think of to, to, to what, would, what would your ideal situation be? Let us know. Arguably the biggest news of the week uh, comes from the pit the bizarreness of JoJo's. So, uh, yeah, JoJo's uh, Bizarre Adventure, is it Stone Ocean, I believe, um, mm-hmm. has been announced, uh, and it's coming to Netflix. It's coming to Netflix. It is coming to Crunchyroll after, um, and the trailer dropped as well, which is yeah, big. Man. Uh, I d- have you seen the trailer? I have, yeah. Yeah, huge. It looks f- wicked. Um, yeah, I think th- this has been a... I'm seeing a lot of like conflicting stuff. So initially I saw people, you know, it was being tweeted out by an unofficial account saying that the Netflix, even though it is premiering there, people were saying that the whole series as a whole was just going to be lumped onto there. You can be able to watch all, I'm assuming nearly 40 episodes because that's just mm. how Jojo be doing it, right? Yeah. Um, all at one go. And 
I think they had a lot of people worried, myself included. Now, the wording on there and wording on Crunchyroll is it says premiering. What does this mean? Does this mean we get one episode, two episodes, and then it continues on week, uh, weekly? Because it will be airing in Japan in January. As a fan, I'm hoping to be caught up anyway by this time. <laughs> However, I, as a fan, I don't know what you guys feel. I don't want to see it all lumped in there at one time. I feel like when that happens, the hype will last a couple of days and then it dies down. That longevity of a series airing is just so cool. For me, it's half the fun. Attack on Titan, yes, the weeks are horrible, you know, um, but it's worth it. It's the discussion the community gets to have. Also, the spoilers of it all being just out there because, you know, some people have more time than others to binge it. We not, might not have that time. I just have to not use Twitter for, uh, you know, a couple of weeks. So uh, it's an interesting one. I'm hoping that it, you know, like it, it is going to be that weekly thing. Obviously, of course, as well, I'll be honest, I'm a reaction channel as well. So that is part of the, the of it too. But I just feel like this is, you know, I never experienced JoJo's Fridays. I hear about JoJo's Fridays. I want to experience it, mm-hmm. you know. I think that's like exactly it, isn't it? Like, I don't think, I don't think Netflix have ever done like, you know, like they're week by week. It's always just been plopped on there, hasn't it? I can't remember it with them. Other series that aren't anime. So, like, they did like the last dance was like that, and uh, there oh, was like okay. some series that like they would really. But well, the last dance was interesting because they they released them in batches of three. Oh, okay. So maybe that wouldn't be so because I mean, like, that's part of the experience, isn't it? Like you said, like the week by week, you know, like struggling with everyone, like ah, you know, obviously, you know, like people that have read it know what's going on. Um, but you know, still to see it adaptate it, like that's the word, the adaptation of it come out, you know, like, yeah. uh, and like you said, um, you know, you're a reactor channel. There's loads of other people that, that that will base their content around the weekly, you know, comings out of Jojo. So like, if it was all dropped on there, um, like it's, it's definitely going to be a, a, this big hectic thing. So I think I agree with you on that one, 100% that I'd rather see it week by week uh, than I would to see it all at thing once, is, but maybe three episodes at a time. I mean, it, that wouldn't bad. be bad, you know, that wouldn't be bad. That I mean, that actually might be, that might kind of itch that scratch of binginess that some people want, because I actually held a poll on my community tab recently when this came out. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know, like guys, do you prefer, would you prefer the binge aspect of it or uh you know the weekly thing and it was really freaking close like i i thought it was gonna be a landslide weekly but it was like like 55 45 ish kind of territory um but the thing is is and i and i you know my main problem and worry is the spoiler aspect and i know people will say well most jojo's fans have read the manga i disagree with that i think people underrate how big the casual fan base really is um but also that would be like saying people you know like it'd be the same as if we just drop the entire manga out in one less like why shonen jump doesn't just just drop all of my hero you know whatever mm. obviously it hasn't been written yet but imagine if it had and it was just dropped the hype wouldn't be there every single week the community keeps that shit going the the chapter reviews the hype is the it's for me it's the best part of it almost you know like that kind of did you see what happened you know mm. blood blood it's, it's part of the experience and um yeah, I mean, let us know what you guys think um, with the new JoJo's. If you've seen the trailer, what do you think? How excited are you on a scale of one to Wesley Snipes? Let us know. And um, yeah, what do you guys think? Binge or no binge? Let us know. Okay, some awesome, awesome, exciting news as well. The return of Konosuba Season 3 has just been announced. Uh, I believe it has just been announced. I mean, it's been talks for a while and rumoured uh, about... 2022 seems like the time when it is actually coming out right 
Yeah, I mean, a tweet came out from the uh, the official the official Konosuba anime uh, saying that a new anime production decision, a blessing to this wonderful world, the production of a new animation has been decided. New animation announcement visual released. Please look forward to the follow-up report. And I've got to say, the visual that they dropped on this, sweet Jesus. For me, I don't know if you agree, but Konosuba for me has always had a very unique look to it. Like oh, I, I was just, I, I just feel like it's a series that's like the only word I can describe it is two words: freaking vibrant, man. Like it's, it's yeah, just it's explosion so clean and big looking. Yeah, yeah. And the visual we've got here of obviously the gang, we've got Mega Moon, Darkness, Cosmo, and Aqua, just in like chilling in this little hut, and it just looks, it just looks so good, man. I'm so excited for it. It looks like. Um, a slight maybe upgrade in like i mean this is just a, like a drawing of visualization but like it just looks a bit like slightly updated and uh, i am psyched man did you see like the recent movie well i say recent uh, i guess it's no i movie. haven't seen the movies no but I've, I've seen the series yeah man like the the movie was like absolutely fantastic and it had been the like you know we like there's so many anime see like series out there that like where is season two you know where's the next season and like the movie drop was kind of like just to quench the thirst yeah. of the Kono Super fans of like, ah, what's coming in? So this announcement is massive, man. Like literally, like my Twitter feed blew up when this went up, uh, and like rightly so. This series is for me, like you know, with the state of like the world and you know all this going on we need kodo super now more than ever we need that like that humor that on. joy you know you're, you're spot on it, it kind of like it, it's something like it's just so feel good it's a good distraction mm. as well and i feel like kodo super is one of those series a very rare series that is universally just enjoyed and loved like you don't hear a lot of people trashing on connoisseur because there isn't really much to that it's so self-aware so anything that you rip on it it's not the show's not going to do it itself already you know and i feel like this is one that is everyone has wanted season three and um mm. is I, I genuinely cannot wait and i also have no doubts i'm completely calm in how this series is going to turn out because I, I feel like i've already in my head can imagine exactly what it's going to be like and i've no doubt that it probably will end up like we imagine right Mm, yeah that's it like literally like that they, they don't need to do anything to it literally kono super for me is like a feel-good series you know if i need something like to lift my mood if i like if i need like oh i, I want to watch something that's going to make me laugh like kono super is is that answer and like like going off how they did in the movie i i don't have any worries at all that this series is heading in a direction that would be considered scary for the fan base i think it's just going to be more of the same and i think that's all they need to do with it they don't need to try and be fancy and like they don't even need to like up animation or anything like that like literally just keep it as it is there's just so many more of the man. same it's such a good series yeah. man it's so well done and i just i i feel like it's one of those series that people probably don't realize they need and then they get it and they're like of course and you know that the yeah, internet man. is going to blow up when this shit drops as well so hopefully 2022 we don't have to wait too long for it hopefully it's nearer than later but let us know down in the comments guys how excited are you for connoisseur but are you a big fan and also who's best girl let us know Ooh. Yo, just before we continue on with the show, I just wanted to take a quick moment just to quickly tell you guys about the Project Senpai YouTube channel. Now, the Project Senpai channel is home to absolutely everything Project Senpai. I mean, 
It would be, of course. It's where we have all of our crazy anime videos, our clips, and of course, the podcast. Now, if you do breathe oxygen and you love your mothers, go over there and hit that subscribe button. That way you get kept up to date. And while you're at it, go and hit the notification bell as well so you never miss out on any of the content. I mean, whilst we're at it as well, you may as well go and follow the official Project Senpai Twitter as well. We'll be posting all the dankest memes and feel free to send us yours as well. And also, if you want to evolve into the most cultured person on the internet, go and head over to our individual YouTube channels as well. Head over to the 414 Anime channel if you want to see all things character facts on anime and if you want to see some dank anime reactions i'm your boy head over to the alonzi channel all the links will be down in the description below and lastly for those with like dumb high iqs and just don't want to see our ugly faces but still want to listen to the podcast well now you can because it's available over on spotify apple music or wherever you get your podcast goodies from anyway that's it back to the show okay guys we are into the hot part of the show that's right it's your hot takes where we get you guys to submit your hottest opinions on all things anime manga weeb whatever and then we tell you whether you're right or wrong because we're apparently the authority on that and we can tell you so without further ado let's get into your hot takes okay so first up we have one from Echi hero oda and they say Death Note is overrated. Um, I, I, I disagree strongly with that one. Disagree strongly. Um, it's it's entry level. We've mentioned that before. It's a it's a classic. It's OG uh, story. Fantastic. Yes, there is the big you know big change halfway through. Uh, but in in a video to be released soon, we did slightly discuss this. And um, like for me, the the ending of death note did it for me and i was satisfied and i feel like a lot of people got to this mid midpoint this big dramatic change in the series and then um they gave up on it they, they dropped it and they didn't yeah. get that payoff at the end so uh like the payoff like the the ending again is not for everyone people have made it to the end of the like nah but i've you know a lot of people got to the end of like yeah such and such bit was awful but the ending that cleared it up for me so i feel like a lot more people would kind of like have a, a more a more fairer judge of the series as a whole rather than just being like oh no this happened so no blah no i i agree i feel like <laughs> i i understand that the ending is not for everyone and the the tone change in the center and the kind of it wasn't just a tone change it was like a pace change as well so i understand mm-hmm. it's not for everyone however i feel like what death note has done for anime is huge and some certain moments we cannot cannot underestimate how awesome they were the 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 bus ride scene you know like there are certain moments that are just so good the dynamic between l and light and also this is one of those shows where i feel like the dub is freaking awesome as well the dub for this is unbelievable um bradley swell as l was insane sorry as light was insane and you know uh i don't know the guy who did l but like some of these characters were so damn good and i felt like this anime still holds up now and this is one of the ones that i wish that i could watch again for the first time for those twists you know um but yeah i I don't think that this is overrated in any way in fact i actually think it's slightly underrated nowadays i feel like people try to i think they forget how much death note really means to people deep down i think death note's huge i i wouldn't say it's so i think that's i think that's the case isn't it you know as, as time's gone on anime's become more and more mainstream and the more mainstream it's become, we've you've you've got those series like My Hero, you know, Demon Slayer. They're, they're your uh, like obviously like One Piece and stuff like that. But like like particularly My Hero, that's such a, a big thing now. Especially I've seen in like America and stuff. You get it in all the shops. Mm. That series like Death Notes are not almost being your entry level anymore for newbies. You know, like series like My Hero are. So um, like Death Note, I, I guess maybe considered like 
old, so to speak. And a lot of people yeah. might not touch it till a bit later on. So um, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I talk about it in band terms. Like, I feel like th back in the day, this was the Linkin Park, but maybe now it's the Corn, the the the, the Deftones. That people don't get into their rock through that now. There's more like modern versions of those. But I feel like you got to remember at the time when Death Note came out, that I don't there wasn't that wasn't the case. So this was huge for anime. I mean, I wasn't. I watched this in 2012, 2011. I, that was, might have still been out for a few years by then. Mm. I don't know. But Death Note is, is huge, man. And everyone has enjoyed it, regardless of what they say. We've done some... What, I think we even had a one-star review on this in, the, in a certain video we've got um, coming up soon as well. So definitely a heated one uh, amongst the community. But uh, one I feel is unjust. Next hot take comes from Superb Shiggy. This one. This one for you, my friend. I'm interested okay. to see what you think on this. So our boy says, Naruto is an average MC. <laughs> Spoilers, I agree. Why is my guy going to be lying like that, you know? <laughs> um, while, while, while you got up, I, I mentioned to the, to the audience, um that I agree in some ways. Guys, yeah, thank you for, for listening to the <laughs> last ever episode. <laughs> hear me out. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad right. way. I feel Naruto is an average MC simply because he's a shonen MC, right? So he, right. He's, he's, he's locked into those shonen traits. Uh, he's old, he's old, he's old, old school, so to speak. Um, but I don't necessarily think that makes him a bad MC and one that I didn't ever not enjoy watching like obviously you put a Naruto episode on for me and I'm still I'm still rooting for our guy um but like in terms of like is is he is he like extremely unique for me he's not but not in a bad way no I would agree I don't think I don't feel he's unique I think what I think what Naruto is really good at is bringing other characters out and 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 making them more you know, like what Naruto did with like Tsunade, for example, you could argue that Naruto's influence on Tsunade was huge. I mean, she became the next freaking Hokage because of the, between the fight of Kabuto and that, you know, like, and um, the same, uh, we, we've seen it with like multiple people that, you know, like Chio, for example, as well. Like, we, we see it time and time again where he kind of like brings it, but I think, I feel like he just serves the purpose, right? I feel mm. like he he does that kind of shonen trope like you say but i feel like he does it well to the point where whoever if the, if the characters around him didn't pull their weight like the way that they do in naruto then you would have a fair case i definitely think i feel like naruto kind of gets memed on a little bit or or whatnot but i feel like he's i feel like he's pretty good i feel like he slept on, I, he definitely isn't the best for sure i mean yeah no one's gonna Hundred percent. Like I, 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 like I based my my agreeance on this on other protagonists that I love and enjoy from other series. So like, obviously, this is always going to be an opinion and like how people take it. But like, no, as you said, Naruto does Naruto right. If that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. the mo, like the big moments in these fights, the big moments like outside of the fights, he does it well. I I feel his character. Like it is his story is one that I feel. Uh, that I follow him on, if that makes sense. So, like, in terms of all that, yeah, 100%. But, like, uh, I wouldn't say he is his own, like, oh, my God, he's so, 
you know, I've not seen him before, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. Do you know what? You've made a fair case here, and I feel like it's been fair. So I, I'm somewhat in agreement there as well. I feel like it's hard because it's like when it's one of your favorite shows, it's oh, hard yeah. to step away, you know, um, because you think of those moments that mean something to you, and when that character's the one involved in it, it's hard. But I mm. suppose it's one of those things where you have to kind of step away a little bit. I feel like Naruto is great at what he does, but not the greatest. If that, I think that's how I would say it. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like I agree with it, uh, but I agree with it in a in a way that is not shedding sh- like shedding any dislike towards Naruto as a character himself. Yeah, let us know what you guys think down in the comments. Do you think that our boy Naruto is mid? <laughs> let us know. Okay, so next up we have one from Mizu Source Mix, and they say. The Demon Slayer movie was a low 7 out of 10. Um, that is hot, man. Uh, that is a hot take. That is a very, very hot take. Um, I I disagree with it. I think 7's not really that low either, to be fair. Like, no, no um, was, I, I've always thought that, that 7 was like average high. Yeah, average high, like, you know, meh, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, I No, I, I disagree with it being like mid to be fair like that movie was done so very well it was basically a whole arc a whole manga arc just shoved into a movie um but there was so many moments in that that were just absolutely like grabbing you by the feels man like no spoilers at all um so i won't go into like the big big moments but there's a particular moment um with tanjiro um speaking within like a kind of a dream so to speak without giving things away and it was just like there was a certain moment in that where there was this big like don't go and he's like i've got to go oh. and like you know what i'm talking about i'm trying to i'm trying to yeah, explain it without spoiling. yeah I, you're doing well you're doing well it's hard like, to, to, to walk that line you know? and uh man like the way like oh, oh animation that's why it's still good but it was animated beautifully the freaking soundtrack behind it especially in that moment and just like everything in like for that moment alone i was like this is something special but like um no i thought it was so good man really did like it was it was taking something um that was you know a very popular thing it's obviously smashed records so like demon slayer is this massive thing people like oh it's overrated it's this that and the other it's that movie was demon slayer doing the talk and walking the walk mm-hmm. oh you know, absolutely that was and like think, we're overrated watch us mate yeah <laughs> you know? hold my beer you're about to see but yeah. the thing is as well is like even like the comedic moments were so good as well yeah. like there was so they, they 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 gave you like they did all the characters really good amounts of justice in this one mm. um and i mean that second half or that last third shall i say of that film mm. was the only word I can think of it was stellar. Like it was fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, and um, it has one of the most emotional moments of the entire series. In that, um, you know, they say anime can't hurt you. Watch the ending of that movie, and it will hurt you. Yeah. Um, but I, to say it's a low seven, I feel like, especially as well, what I really like about what Demon Slayer um, Mugen Train has done is it's kind of set a new precedence in movies to adapt canon material in anime movies now rather than just being like you know kind of anime only kind of not filler well kind of filler stuff and it's kind of done that because now we're seeing Jujutsu Kaisen doing the prequel um and I'm sure we'll see more movies getting adapted from canon material as well and I feel like 
Demon Slayer just it, it it's done everything so right with that movie. Um, and had that just been adapted as a series, everyone would be loving it as well, just the same. But oh, um, and it was one hell of an experience. I saw it in the movie theater. I'm sure you did as well, right? It's, yeah. It was it was actually my first ever movie, uh, anime movie in a theater before. And uh, I'd argue that you probably couldn't do a lot of harm trying to find a better one because that was really good. Solid movie, hundred uh, percent. With Demon Slayer as well, literally as a manga reader, like the best is yet to come as well. So, <laughs> you know. I mean, I, I would go as far as that. I would give that movie an 8.5 out of 10, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, 8.59 for me, honestly. Yeah, really good. The, the Obviously, a lot of money went into it. The soundtrack was one of the most incredible things about it. And that last fight as well was just cracked. It was so good, man. So our next hot take comes from Zorius. He says, I can't watch One Piece because the characters have weird body proportions. What's your take on this? You put up an interesting tweet on your personal Twitter, at Alonzi underscore. Go follow him. Yeah, I mean, I've, about I've, this. I've, <laughs> oh, thank you very much for the for the shameless plug. Follow oh, both of us. Uh, and the, uh, and the uh, Project Senpai Twitter. Um, I think that... Um, uh, a lot of people feel this um you know like especially like some of the women are like their heads are wider than their hips and stuff like i, I get it but this is an anime it's not meant to be real life i guess you know and i feel like the cool thing about one piece um as a new one piece fan is its unique art style i think that you you had you have seen one piece before or not i feel like you like you don't watch One Piece, but you you can instantly know a One Piece character when you see it if they were put side by side with someone else and no one told you which one was which. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like you, like somebody could show me a picture of the most sideest side character from a filler, random character, and I'd be like, oh, that's from One Piece. <laughs> you know, because the, 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 right? the art style, it, it is, it is, it's, it, it's, it's an OG series as well. Right, so like this was like way before what we've got now. So I feel that plays a part in it, honestly. Yeah, because um, it is such. I, I can't. I don't even know when it came out, man. But like it was. Pff, it's nineties. I think yeah, I was it was say nineties. Yeah, I mean, I, and the thing is, as well, I, it's like it might actually. I don't know if it's early in the nineties, maybe. But I feel like with One Piece though is. I feel like some people, if if that's the thing that stops you from getting into a story, you are just cucking yourself quite frankly because you're missing out on that there, there are anime where i feel like the animation or it doesn't look that good you look at the um the manga from mob psycho it's not very good at all mm. but the story is so good and also it's part of the style as well mm. you know and there are some like you know there, there are loads of anime that have a certain style you know you could say the same thing about b stars anime for example for it being cg and stuff that might be something that deters people it's a really good series i think one piece I love the fact that yes the weird body proportions are off and whatever but that makes it unique and cool and you know some of them just i there are one piece characters that i have seen that are so inventive and creative that you're just like props to you you didn't you didn't stick in the confines of this person has to be five foot ten to six foot one and they have to be 120 pounds and or whatever like it's don't, gonna, don't let it stop yourself. You know? I was going to say, isn't it whole like the whole like part of Luffy's character to have weird body proportions anyway? Because you know, exactly, it's the, <laughs> the devil fruit. You know, the guy's rubber. But I do wonder if you know if he can make all of his body rubber and he can extend all parts of his body. Does that mean he can? Well, you, you know, 
I don't know who who he's shipped with, if he has shipped with anyone, but <laughs> I, I can only hope that, that, that it has done wonders for them. Okay, so our last one for the day is sent in by Amir Al Shea, and they say the Promised Neverland shouldn't have had an anime adaptation. Ooh. I know why this person feels like this. Oh, 100%. Um, and it's it's all because of season two, right? And uh, Absolutely. They're a manga reader. Um, let's, let's not disregard season one as one of the the best anime to come from 2019 absolutely and that was absolutely. a year that was that that was a year with shield hero that was a year with demon slayer dr stone the list the goes on and on and on and on that was in the same season as freaking shield hero and like kaguya summer and stuff and that for me was like one of the best um so shouldn't have had an anime adaptation uh, i understand like, i'm not a manga reader so i'm gonna get your take on this in a second and how season two like played out i i ultimately dropped season two uh as an anime only um only because i think because i'd seen the backlash it was getting and i was kind of thinking like well if you know if i'm not gonna get like the full picture from you know, the anime, I'd yeah. rather read the manga because I, like, season one proper, proper, like, captivated me. The story, the the grit, the darkness, the, you know, kids, get out of there, man. You know, yeah. you're like, you know, every twist and turn, I absolutely felt that. And I, the freaking soundtrack was amazing as well. That that OP, Jesus Christmas. Again, did, Yeah. Uh, Cloverworks did such a good job on that anime. And I would even, like go as far to say is that opening scene you know with the back of the truck um scene i feel like it was done that the anime adaptation was so much better than the manga in that moment oh. and i felt like the anime did a really good job of use of suspense especially in that first season um you know i it's funny enough this was the first series i'd ever read as a shonen this is my first shonen i ever read um oh, nice so I always, I've kind of got this attachment to it because, you know, I you know read it for the first time and um, it's such an amazing series. But the second series, I can understand where this person is coming from because I feel like even as an anime only, if you had carried on watching it, you probably would have been left with questions. Mm. Um, and it was so it was probably the most rushed thing I've ever seen. I mean, if I remember correctly, they skipped about a hundred chapters. It was between 70 to 100 chapters, entire arcs gone, the way they introduced, reintroduced certain characters, not the way, and the ending was a slideshow. That's so weird, though, because, like, for me, especially going back to what I was saying about season one being such an amazing thing that, like, really drew my attention, um, that's one of the things that surprised me, coming from the manga, like, people saying that how much they rushed it, and like you are saying, like, nearly 100 chapters, like for something like that strong of a series like they i i honestly think they probably could have dragged that out you know oh like, you could have gotten three maybe four seasons out of that series oh actually far more if you had actually fully adapted it and what was really interesting about this and i may be incorrect but i i'm pretty sure the the creator of uh the series was involved in this process and was part of the creative decision said that they wanted to do this so that it was you know more bite-sized and people could enjoy it quicker and the this was like this wasn't just a studio just butchering it wow. this was overseen which for me i don't understand i mean even that the the last like 20 30 chapters were adapted in a single episode so that kind of goes to make you feel like how this wow. kind of went down like I, if i remember there was at least two major arcs that were completely skipped 
So, I mean, I, I, it, it's a hard one. I don't feel like The Promised Neverland shouldn't have had an anime adaptation. I feel like it should have just been done correctly the way that it was originally done. I don't know why someone goes, we've got this banger of a season that everybody loves. Everyone that has watched season one has gone, chef's kiss. Let's yeah. fuck that up and just do this instead. Why change something that's not broken, you know? I know, 100%. Because, like... From for like an anime only, like as well, like season two looked like it was starting so strong. Again, it was like the the animation looked good, you know. Like the, the, again, like the the OP to season two was like another yeah. killer track. Um, so for me as an anime only, I was like, sweet, they're they're just you know carrying on where they left off. Looking forward to this, and then. And then, 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 then that was it. And <laughs> then it happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's almost as if it's like, yeah, I don't understand like the bite size thing either. Cause like he knows his story better than anyone. He knows how much time he's put into that and how he'd love that to, to, you know, be presented to the world. Cause there's a lot of people that don't read manga. It's all, oh, like, it's, I, it's... I was, I was anime only before I started reading manga for like a good three, four years. Yeah, and thing is, even that is a rare case. I'd say the majority of people just stay anime only. The you know, so it, it is crazy that, like you said, that someone who created it would want to do that. And I, I don't understand the process behind it. I really, really don't. But I'd be curious to know what you guys think. Of course, you know, let us know what your thoughts on the season uh, on the Promised Neverland season one and two. Do you prefer the manga? And um, yeah, uh, it's uh, just if I had a drink, I'd pour one out for our fallen homies. But it kind of felt like. When you're driving on a motorway and you see a car crash, you know, you're like, I can't help but watch it, but it's really sad at the yeah, same time, you know. Yeah. But, but yeah, guys, let us know down in the comments below your thoughts on The Promised Neverland. And there we go, guys. That is another episode of the Project Senpai podcast. Episode two in the bag. If you've made it this far, thank you so much. Highly appreciate it. I hope we've not uh, devastated your ears too much. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, thank you again for sticking by us. I uh, hope you, um, you know, have checked out all the things, you know, as we're going to do our shameless plug of, you know, checking out the YouTube channel, the Twitter, of course, keep following us on here if you're listening. And um, yeah, we are individuals as well. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there is that. There is that that we are individuals. Uh, yeah. I am 414 Anime. Co-hosting with me today is the handsome man that is Alonzi over you, here. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Can't wait to see you in the next one. Take care.